0: Welcome to the Talking Minds podcast.
1: Come join us as we chat about a whole host of mindset related issues, giving you both the male and female perspective.
0: And don't miss out on some of the exciting interviews we'll be conducting with some truly inspirational guests.
1: My name is Marcus Matthews, and I'm a rapid transformational therapist whose quest is to transform people's minds. To reach their own personal greatness.
0: My name is Tracy Carroll, I am a rapid transformational therapy practitioner and my mission is to end the stigma surrounding mental health issues and show people they no longer need to suffer in silence.
1: So let's get going and let the podcast begin. Hey everybody, welcome to the second part of uh, this amazing podcast with Joanna Bullock. Um, Without further ado, I hope you've uh, listened to part one, so let's just delve right back in. I... I, I have a master's degree in procrastination um, and Joe yeah. definitely kicked my ass and several other people have as well. I'm 12 months on really from the start of my journey and I'm absolutely not there yet. But one of the things that I do know is you start to practice what you talk about Joe and that faith mm. and handing yourself over to the universe. And I know Tracy talks a lot about this and what you've got to remember is people are at different places in their journey don't compare yeah, yeah. yourself to other people you know yeah. you can't say you know i can't compare myself to bob proctor or marissa peer you can't because but, but that's where you're heading you know i i've got this vision and and yaz um who runs ratio academy who was on our last podcast we talked about this and i said i've got this vision that one day we all will be at the equivalent to a fest I've already got that, it's gonna happen that we will be standing up and people will be coming and we will be there along the Lisa Nichols, the Marissa Pears, the Bob Proctors. I am absolutely convinced how that's gonna happen, I haven't a clue. And people will tell me you're a nutter and they will say that you know it's never gonna happen. But why did I align with you? Why did Tracy make that mistake? Was it a mistake? You know, and these things happen. And yes, I'm probably I'm further back down the line than other people, but I actually got to the point: is I don't care anymore because I know what my purpose is. And as long as you focus on your purpose and your hmm. why, that gives you faith and peace within yourself. Because once you've made that decision, absolutely, as Vishen Lakhani says, you become absolutely unfuckable with.
2: Hmm. And also, nobody can
1: touch you. You become untouchable. Yeah.
2: And also, there's something you mentioned, and it's the how don't worry about the how yeah. I just like, just thinking that. like for me so many people go but how can i make that money but how can i walk away from this but how is that going to work for me and i think the thing is is that it's really important to recognize that the how will be shown it's like a really simple example of this right is this so basically i was sitting there and i was thinking to myself right I want to be a coach. I don't know how I'm going to be a coach. I don't even know where to start. I hadn't been googling about a coach. I hadn't been looking up being a coach. I immediately logged on at work onto Facebook, and there was an advert. Now we all know about cookies. We all know that once you look at one thing on on the internet, then that's aligned to you, and then they'll still they'll they'll advertise things that you're you know that you want to see. I hadn't even looked at coaching. I hadn't even put in l-i-f-e into my into my keyboard at this point right and there was an advert for life coaching and i was like now that's even weirder so the signs are all there they're already there for you and if you want signs if you are that person that thinks okay i'm going to test this out right i don't know what the fuck you're talking about but i'm going to test it i'm going to start testing this to see if you look all right right Pick a sign. One of my um, I'm, I've got a swan. Um, one of my other clients has got a sunflower, right? And we've all got different signs, right? And we can all ask for different signs, and we can make up signs, whatever we want to see. Someone had a blue flower with a with a pink petal in it, right? Just one pink petal, and just look out for those signs or look out for words, you know, whatever it is, whatever you feel aligned to. Just like the universe out loud, please give me a sign that is like that is Sorry, absolutely <laughs> give me a sign that is absolutely out there that will literally go in my face that I cannot miss, that I cannot miss. And it'll be something that is so aligned to the inner you, right? That you will never ever miss it. Go on, someone went to ask me a question and ends at me. Oh, no. <laughs> My crystal just flew out of my hand. There you go, a sign.
0: um, (laughs) The one that I love to use is, and it's a really good example of this, is wherever I'm going, if I want to park, before I get there, I just say, the universe always gives me a parking space whenever I want it. Now, I say that in my head, and I never think, oh, which parking space it's going to be. And I never think, oh, a car is going to pull out, or there's going to be an empty one there. I don't think of the how. I just say in my head, I'm going to get a space. And then chuckle to myself when I pull up and there's a space or when I get delayed at the junction and I look over and there's not currently a space and then I pull round and then somebody literally right in front of me pulls out, leaving the space. And I just giggle to myself.
2: Yeah, it's as simple
0: as... no coincidence. It happens every single time. And it's a really good example of saying what you want and not worrying about how yeah yeah
1: and i when we talk about law of attraction there's a lot of books on law of attraction and people go i don't get this i want i just want to share something that was we me and trace have been talking about i'd have to, i've been doing some rtt some meditation and i was getting a lot of animals coming in so i started to look at spirit animals what Very what funny. they meant mm. so anyway and this is how i think law of attraction works so i've I've done this a couple of times, and your spirit animal kind of changes. Now that sounds weird, I know, but this is my point on law of attraction. My, Keep with it, I st- just stay with me. It, it will make sense. So, <laughs> I, I, my spirit animal at the moment is a butterfly, and Tracy, I know Tracy's logo is a butterfly, um, and that is all I'm about gonna... transformation. So gonna... That's got a
2: butterfly in it. Yeah.
1: So, but the butterfly represents transformation. But this is the weird thing, and you may say it's com- uh, it, it's coincidence. However. When I've been feeling a little bit crap, which I've I've felt a little bit crap, and it's okay to do that over the last few weeks because there's certain stuff that's happening at the moment. For me, when I've taken the dog for a walk and I've been feeling crap and I've normally had a podcast on, I've been trying to G myself up, I've started to see little red admiral butterflies. And what was weird is I actually saw some really small red admiral butterflies and then I'd see a bigger red admiral butterfly. Now you may say, oh, that's just coincidence. Actually, no, it isn't. And this is how law of attraction works. When you think about something, you bring it to you. That's how the manifestation, the butterfly was always there. The butterfly was always going to be there. But I was drawn and attracted to it because subconsciously I've been told that I'm going through a transformation. I've been told that, you know, the butterfly is part of that. And that's why the butterfly came to me that butterfly was always going to be there. It's always been there. But because my mind was drawn to that, I saw the butterfly. And I think this is the same with everything else with law of attraction. And Bob Proctor talks a lot about this, about everything there, the abundance of life that you're looking for is actually there. Mm-hmm. But you need to be able to use your subconscious and attract that to you. It's there. Everything is there. The money's there. It might not come straight away, but, but by doing that work on yourself, you will find those shifts and things will appear. And I think that's really important about the law of attraction is that it's already there. It's just you have to tune into it, and that's where the work comes in on yourself. So yeah, Tracy, go for it.
0: So a lot of that, for the listeners who the people who are listening, a lot of that is actually down to something called the reticular activating valve. So we get like over 11 million pieces of information a day and just imagine thinking that, that you couldn't, your brain would be fried. So as you were just saying, Marcus, everything is around us. Everything we want and everything we don't want is all around us. And what happens is what we focus on, what we ask for, what we're... um, praying for, whatever your religion or anything else, what we're really, really focusing on, okay, is what defines the funnel in the reticular activating valve. It's actually a part of the mind. And what happens is you, um, throughout your day, throughout your life, subconsciously you are programming what's important to you. And that is what funnels everything down to your experience because everything else... So if you're constantly focusing, as an example, on a lack of money, what happens is what comes through that filter, through that funnel, is all evidence of a lack of money. Like there could be like, oh, everybody you know is going on holiday, but you can't go on holiday and you haven't been for like 10 years or something. Or your car will break down and the heel on your shoe will break or whatever. You'll just get more and more evidence of it. Now, at the same point, if that valve was opened up, you would have a balance of good stuff and bad stuff. But because you are focusing on, the, and it's back to the law of attraction, the law of attraction works in with this uh, radicular activating valve. And you've just got to work your thinking around focusing on the stuff that you do want. And you'll see more of it. It's the same as I did um, a live video a few weeks ago you can there can be a brand new car uh, or it doesn't have to be a brand new car you want a new, new car and you want something that nobody else has got so you'll pick a completely way out their color and you won't have ever even seen this particular model on the roads and you'll go and you want i want sky blue with pink spots or whatever it is and you'll order that and that's suddenly within your scope of mind it's within your particular activating valve and then all of a sudden i guarantee it everywhere you look you will see that blue car with pink spots on it
1: that's a good analogy yeah i think everybody says that don't they you start to see the cars that you want to get
0: yeah and it's the same with holidays or anything you all of a sudden everyone's doing it having it seeing it wanting it whatever because it's in your reticular activating valve and that's all that all works in combination with the law of attraction. but they say what you focus on was it they say um
2: that like attracts like. Like. like yes like attracts like
1: so and so just, also, just going back to go on, sorry joe go
2: and it's also important so like so one of my friends wants to have a baby and everywhere she's looking she sees pregnant people or people announcing they're pregnant or having babies da, 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 da. it's what you want and abraham hicks you call it the reticular valve but abraham hicks calls it the vortex yes. you know it's whatever you put in your you know your vortex so your your Suitcase, as you like, yeah, the wish list you know, of desires. But a really good point that I want to make right now, which they beautifully um, is gratitudes. So, yeah. if you are having a lack of abundance, a lack of money, a lack of anything, so say for instance, right, we'll go back on what Tracy said a lack of money, right? Your shoe's broken, you want a new car, and yet the, the car you've got is broken down, and now you're fucked. you know, you literally is like there's nothing oh this is just getting worse right a really good way of then switching that thought process and getting back into your vortex into your suitcase so to speak is gratitude right so looking and a really quick way of doing this is to look at what you have got so uh, there's a, a Maslow hierarchy, which is like the, ba- the bare basics of what the human actually needs. All right. And if you are in a very lucky position that you have a house over your head, you are safe. You know, if you have water that you can get from the sink straight from the tap, you have water. You can hydrate yourself. You don't have to walk miles to get a bucket of water. Right. If you've got food in your fridge, you can still eat you are still being abundant. You are still you still have an abundance of stuff in front of you. You've just got to start looking for it. To start with the most simplest of things, like what you have got, you've got food, you've got water, you've got clothes, you've got safety. You've also got a car, you've also got, you know... A, health you know without your health you haven't got anything right without your health you wouldn't even be worried about money because you wouldn't be looking at anything else other than your health right because that would become the predominant kind of thought process anything that makes your life easier dishwasher a washing machine just start with a really simple and basic stuff right i am so grateful for i am so blessed i am you know so thankful Write down ten things immediately that you can think of, and if you start doing that for the next thirty days, before you go to bed, when you wake up, whenever you want to, you know, put it in, you will see a huge shift, a huge shift, because you'll start looking. What Tracy was saying earlier, you'll start looking for the examples of the good in your life right now, rather than versus than the shit that you've got in life because that's what's important and that's what makes us abundance, right? That's what makes us abundant. That's what gets us to focus and to get the good stuff back in and to lead that more positive life, positive experience.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. And if you look at a lot of the really good life coaches and you look at the people that we look up to, the people that are on their A game, that are at the top of their game, you know, Robin Sharma, Tony Robbins, Marissa Pia, Bob Proctor, Lisa Nichols, all of these amazing people, when you look at what they do in their own lives, gratitude is one of the number things. Oh, yeah. Journaling, taking time out for yourself and meditation. I mean, if anybody wants to try any of this stuff without journaling, because you might think that's oh, a pain, if you want to just lie down and try this, um, go onto YouTube. There is um, Vishen Lakhan, done something called The Six Phase Meditation. Don't worry about the meditation aspect of it, it's just in case of lying down, listening, and just doing what he says, because that talks a lot about gratitude. And forgiveness is another one that is really important i mean joe what are your thoughts on forgiveness because people will give you crap you know and how have have you used forgiveness how's that helped you move forward
2: forgiveness is a massive thing but not just for any other people just for you yeah. because you get so kind of fraught up on people that have done you a disservice right so you might have toxic relationships that include spouses i like i'll very quickly mention when i wrote my book um goodness grief which talks about sort of like my story and how i got to where i am now um i fell out with half of my family because half of their um, half of them thought that I was talking about them and I actually wasn't. So their perception of it was, you know, was wrong. However, I had to do a lot of forgiveness over that because I'd lost that part of my family. And that was the last link to my mum, so to speak. So they all absolutely went on a, you know, horrendous sort of like, um, spree of putting crack reviews on Amazon getting people to not buy it on Amazon um you know and then texting me abusive text messages and stuff like that family that I've spent like my weekends with do you know what I mean and it was kind of like why do people do what they do and it comes to a point where once you start your transformation you start moving away from people you don't sit inside their bubble anymore right you don't sit inside that safe Place. They don't know who you are. They don't know what to expect. You are not the person that you was, you know, a couple of months ago, a year ago, whatever. They don't like it. And they don't like it because it reminds them of what they're lacking. Yeah. So, and it's like you and you can use that as a type of like um, ammunition as such, because you can then start saying, Well, you know, these people are not accepting me for me but I love myself. So there's a really good forgiveness ritual. In actual fact, I gave it to one of my clients the other night. Uh, there's a forgiveness ritual um, that you can that you can download. And if anyone wants it, just ask me for it and I'll give it to you. But basically, it's just a space of, and it's a, it's a space for you to allow you to accept who you are. And it's very empowering. Okay. And also don't forget, you know, when you're on this journey and it sounds really quite simple and it it, it gets very simple after you've done it a few times but when there are toxic people in your life you don't have to be around them you don't have to it's a choice that you make and people might be thinking well hold on I've got a husband and you know how can I not be around him but the main thing is, is is that if you start purposely writing down your gratitude you will find that the other stuff falls away. So let me just explain that very quickly. So if your husband is, you know, is it being a bit of a dick or he's not doing what you would like him to do, for instance, right? And you're not having the best of relationships, the communication's broken down, for instance, right? You can then just start, putting in your gratitude journal about why you fell in love with him. You know, why you fell in love with him, what he means to you, what does he do that you love? Right? Because that switches things immediately in your mind because you're coming from a place of love, but you're also forgiving that person for being a dick, right? You are in your own way. And don't forget, like, this is your choice. You can either harbor, you know, negative emotions and that toxic feelings all you can choose, then write down what you love about those people. And if you need be, then distance you, yourself from them, right? You don't need to have them in your
1: life. Go on. Yeah, I, I, I was listening to a Mind Valley podcast about this very subject um and and it's it's brilliant and and i can't remember who he was um who, who, was who was talking about this but he was a gay man and he said that his um his husband was just a pain in the ass just would never clean up would never tidy up and it used to yeah. send him mad and but then he said that the way that he looked on it he went what does that person bring to my life yeah exactly and, and put it into perspective that actually the love that he gets, the relationship that they have, the amazing time that they have together probably is 98%. But I think within our culture, we, we, we're so focused on how bad people are and how, you know, rubbish things are. And we focus on lack. And the reason we do that is because when when we focus on lack, the people who are in that top 95% holding the wealth, hold the power, hold the control. So if you suppress people and you allow a culture where people are, don't feel like they don't feel as though they can go and do their thing, then you keep that control and you're in that race. And, And I think that all links in to, you know, get out of the race, win your own race. And it's about yourself, isn't it? And it's about looking, are those people in your life, whether that be in work, whether that be, do they serve a purpose in your life are they part of your tribe and your tribe will move you know i've not fitted in with some of my dads. you know always evolve and find your tribe because your tribe is out there and if you look to nature that's how nature works you know you're born maybe you're a male let's take a male lion i always like that as an analogy the male lion grows up spends time with his mom at some point he gets kicked out he may go to a bachelor group and they'll kind of hang out for a bit and then they'll get cheesed off but then they'll find a mate they find their own tribe so they'll then get more female lionesses in i know that sounds a little bit sexist but the principle is the fact that and you change your tribe and it's about being really mindful on that that change is a good thing and evolution Mm. happens Tracy.
0: I'd like to just add into that one because I know um, for quite a long time in in my former life, (laughs) my earlier years, um, I felt that I didn't belong in the tribes I was in. But it was almost, I allowed people to, um, not in a really bad way, I'm not talking abuse or anything like that, but I allowed people to mistreat me. Uh, or not treat me with the respect, the compassion, everything else that I deserved, because it was kind of like, well, this is who, this is the tribe I'm meant to be in. This is who I'm with. Um, There must be something wrong with me.
1: Yes.
0: I just wanted to sort of put that in right here because I know I'm not the only person. And quite often we put up with being treated less than we should because we think it's us. And we're kind of well, I don't want to be on my own. I, I want to I want to have friends, I want to be in a circle of people, I want, I don't want to be a loner because that's gonna make me feel even worse. So I will let people treat me like that. So if anybody listening is in that situation, and it doesn't matter whether it's how old you are or whether we're talking friendship groups or school mums or family, wherever it is. I just want you to know that you absolutely deserve to be treated the way you believe you need to be treated. Okay. You absolutely deserve to be treated with kindness and compassion and love and respect. And if you're not getting that, just step away because I promise you, and this happened to me about 18 months ago, I stepped away from the groups that I was in. And I suppose this is where it goes back to Jaya's faith or fear. For so long i have been in fear and I didn't want to leave and I decided that I was worth more and I stepped away and within, I don't know even know how long it was, but it felt like almost instantly I got pushed into a new tribe who treats me like the person that I am they treat me with respect and they love to be around me and they lift me up and they support and they encourage me now if I'd stayed in fear I would still be being mistreated making me feel like shit and I decided to take that opportunity and say no this isn't I'm worth more so if you are in that position step away and I promise you a new tribe will will find you and if they don't then you come and find us and you can be in our
1: tribe yeah, um, I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna absolutely agree with that because do you know what, Joe? You've been swearing all the way through this, so I'm gonna say, own your shit here. Um, and anybody who's listening to this that's going, there's a lot of swearing going on here. Do you know what? Not, in our tribe, um, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. But absolutely, I think all of us will agree, and anybody who's who's on this journey of self-discovery will know that it starts with you. Yeah, We all procrastinate. We all say it's that person's fault. This person has made me feel the way that I feel. No, they haven't. And this is the hardest thing that I've had to come to terms with. It's the hardest thing when I speak to my clients is you cause your own pain. It's your fault. Now Mm -hmm. that sounds really, really harsh to say, you know, especially if somebody's gone through abuse, if somebody's gone through something really traumatic, But actually, you created that feeling. Yes, it may have happened through absolute traumatic circumstances. But where you've chosen to feel like that, you can also choose to feel differently and start owning your shit now. Because you can't change the past. It's gone. It has gone, and we do I, that as part of RTT. You know. Well, I
2: believe that we bring things into our lives for a purpose. Yeah. I believe that we bring that life experience, whether or not you believe that or not, that doesn't matter. But what happens is, is that when you do have this life ex- next path, right? So the main thing here is, just that you just be you. By being me, I attract. The, the people the sole clients to me I don't have to go out and and, and you know and, and bribe people people come to me because of my energy because of my authenticity because they want to work with someone that is sort of like you know will tell them exactly what they need to hear you know and we'll kick their butt and we'll hold them accountable and we'll kind of you know press them it won't keep them in that victim status, right? And that's really important because when you are looking for transformation, and this is something I said to my client the other night, is just that, if you want different results you have to think differently you know by going over old shit you are just reproducing the old shit so it's like if you're going over the old stuff you're then starting that story again because you're then telling the story you're telling the negative side of things you're telling you know it was a uh, very traumatic and da, da. We, you know we went over this in, you know in this podcast like of how I got to where I am now however you know for me having my parents die was the best thing for me because obviously I would have been in the same um, stagnant energy in that very sort of like fear-based environment and dread and negative blah 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 blah, right so for me to have to you know step into this experience they had to die for me to be able to do I'm saying these very black and white guys okay but this is like how it is and this is how I see it and I'm very fortunate to have had the time that I did with my parents and I'm very fortunate to have the time and you know and and the passion that I do now for me to be able to have the life that I have now but I had to leave behind the victim status I mm-hmm. had to leave behind that part of me to get to this next stage so for me being me I attract the people that I want to be around I attract the So being in different people's environments can be the biggest change so being around people that are like-minded or that have the energy that you even want to possess you think oh my god this person is like amazing and they are just so energetic and i love being around them they're like a magnet you know they're um they're so pure they're so authentic they're just such beautiful souls right you are then being in their experience and they will lift you because they're so positive because they're, you know, they're, they good souls. They're authentic people. They will give you so much more value than hanging around with people that are toxic, that bring you down, humiliate you, want to be like, you know, dig you out for whatever purpose. Right. But just remember that whenever someone is doing that to you, it's from a place of hurt from them. So it's like, you know, your boss, for instance, like he's he's hammering down on you, he's like, you know, you haven't done what you're meant to do, you know, you've 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 not got the results, you're this, you're this, you're this. And he might be really sort of like, you know, being aggressive towards you or, or bullying you or humiliating you in front of your team, belittling you, and you feel so shit and so small and so sort of like, Oh my god, you go back to like your childlike, you know, with like the mum having a go at you or the dad or your teacher. Yeah, you, you kind of go back to that, oh, my God, like, he's having a go at me or she's having a go at me, da-da-da-da, right? But just remember, because they are hurting, they are hurting you. Your choice in this is to then stand up and have boundaries, right? And you can take control of that. You always have a choice to take, take control of the situation. You can be the victim or... Or you can be the leader and you can be the pioneer and you can be the person that everyone else then looks up to. Because when someone does that to you and then you take their power away from them and you say, that's not okay to talk to me, you know, this is not all right, and have boundaries in place. That's when everyone else will feel the power within you and they'll be like, oh my God, like she's making a stand. I feel like I can do it too. So you always have a choice
1: yeah and i think going on that point you mentioned before about your your old boss um that was a great mentor to you and then you had another boss who, who was who was crap um, he's known as the hatchet by the way yeah yeah we've all heard of those <laughs> people haven't we? And, and you know what i've had the same experience i'm sure everybody listens to this has had absolutely the same experience but what you need to take from that is is there lessons you learn more from the crap people that came into your life than yeah. you do from the ones who give you that positivity because if you're let's say you're lucky enough that you you've not had that experience then that's great because if you're happy where you are Mm -hmm. and you like your corporate nine-to-five job it doesn't matter because it all comes down to do i feel happy do i feel fulfilled you know if you're put if you don't want to have a purpose that's fine it comes down to happiness but but when somebody's having a go when they're making you feel small just go wow this is amazing Hmm. thank you for this thank you for making me feel this way because i really don't want to be you because you're an (laughs) arsehole and actually you've made a choice you've gone absolutely I do not want to be like you oh my god I love you you're amazing you just show me the person I don't want to be and as soon as you say that instead of going oh god I feel I feel depressed this person's breaking me down you might not have the courage to be able to go listen this is bang out of order we're not doing this but if you just say to yourself oh my god you're such a dick how could you be like that you must be really hurting inside
2: yeah
1: exactly really really sorry for you that you feel that you have to try and treat people like that because you don't have you know you don't have faith within yourself oh my god i feel so sorry for yourself
2: it just takes the power away from them sort of like holding something over you and you feeling really shit to then switching it to saying like wow, like you know you must be like a complete knob like literally that's what you are and you know, and I'm choosing to feel differently over this situation. Yeah. You know, and if you have done something wrong, only like I'm one of those people where I will always say to everyone, "Be you, do you, love you." You know, just just be you. You know, you're always gonna change. Except you, who you are. And once you accept who you are, right? If you become empowered, you know, if you don't like who you are right now, and you're sitting there thinking, "Well, you know." I, you know, I do become a bit of a victim. I do, you know, I, I have got a tendency to do this. It's okay because you can change that, right? And if you don't like that part of you, then change it and concentrate. Do your gratitude about things you do like about yourself and you'll start seeing the massive shift.
1: And I also think that own your awkwardness. You know, you when you, when you, when you become mindful of your actions, when you become mindful of the things that you do, don't go, oh, I do this, I shouldn't do it. Go, I do this. Do I need to change it? yeah i probably do but if you keep doing it and then you're mindful eventually the shift will happen
2: but oh, yeah. you're choosing
1: for that to happen and you've got to choose to do it for you hmm. i talk okay, a lot no, i have i i know that you know no. i got told the other day this one of the things that kind of brought me down was that i got told i was really intense and a colleague who i got on really really well with said the thing is marcus you're so intense I went, i'm not intense i'm passionate it's just mm-hmm. you're using to, to to use a negative it's word negative I, I, actually, I actually really don't care because that's who I am. And I'm not changing who I am Yeah. because if I change my authentic self, I'm going to go back to where I was and I'm choosing to be around people who can accept who I am. Yeah, exactly. You know? And that's why I mind. love, you know, that's why I love Joanna because there's <laughs> no heirs. There's no graces. There's no corporate.
2: There's
1: no professional. Whatsoever. No <laughs> what is professionality? You know, what is that? Do you know what? One of the things that's really empowering when you um, when you work with Marissa, I did this at a client the other day, um, and I, I can't remember what it was we were talking about, but it was something about her parents, and I just said, "Do you swear?" And she said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, tell them," and she was she said, "You have no fucking right to talk to me like that." You're off. and just that release, and it's they're just words. It's energy, and and I think you know we've used a few profanities in here, but do you know what? So what? if that helps you and you connect with somebody and all of a sudden you go, Oh my God, I've always been told I can't do this. I can't do that. Of course, if you're in the public arena, you've still got to conform. You can't start effing and jeffing at everybody. I disagree with
2: that. I disagree with that. No, I mean, I mean, in
1: public, that'll get you arrested, Joe. I, I just mentioned. I
2: don't think I've ever been arrested for actually <laughs> profanity. That would be the next stage, right? Use
1: it in a loving way. That's what. That's what I try to say. I think the
2: thing is, is that when you are using passion, when you are soul led, when you are, you know, you, so I, I was brought up with um, a Christian mum, right? I wasn't allowed to say crap. I wasn't allowed to say naff. Do you know what I mean? So at the end of the day, like, I, it's not a case of me. Um, you know, people always bring up my swearing and it's really funny because like, they'll say, I like, think
1: it's oh funny as well. That's why I mentioned
2: it. They'll say, "They'll be like, Oh my God, like you swear so much. And I'll say, yeah, but when I'm passionate and when I'm getting into a speech and when I'm delivering something that's aligned to me that I feel that people need to hear, then I will, you know, it's not a, a conscious thing. It's, it's, it's something that just flows and I'm not prepared to sit there and go, Oh, like take it back. <laughs> like, Oh my God, like I can't do that because the day. My tribe, the people that love me most, swear they will. They don't, they don't care that I'm putting this in. And they'll also feel that they can be themselves. And that's what I want more than anything yeah. else is for mums to show up and own them, be them, get back into their power, own their power, be the leader that they were born to be. That's it.
1: Yeah, and I think, do you know what? One of the things that really annoys me with female uh, maybe entrepreneurs or people in the public sector and this is a man this really annoys me is this thing about we have to give women more options to do this and we have to send them on these courses and we have to do this it's bullshit as far as i'm concerned and i'll tell you the reason why that might people are going oh my god what's he doing sexual equality and all the rest of it. no women are as powerful as men Hmm. However, our Victorian society said years ago that the woman stayed at home. She cooks, she cleans, she does this. And we, we, what we're saying is you're still weak. Therefore, you need to do this. You need to do that. Bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on that because people like you, Joe, go, no, I am who I am. I'm authentic. I'm going to come out. And actually, as a mom, I'm going to be the mom that I want to be. I'm going to make the mistakes. I'm going to go and live my life. And that's what it's about. It's not about saying, because you're a woman, you can't achieve, because you can't do this. You can achieve anything you want. And if you want to go on those courses and do that, and it'll help you, fantastic. But I hate this tokenism. I hate this thing that we have to do this, whether it's color, creed, sex, or whatever. Everybody brings something to life, and let them do that. And let them do that authentically as themselves, not so they can conform to the bullshit rules that are out there. Sorry, I had to say that. That was a bit of a sure. rant, but go for it, Tracy.
0: Going on that, actually, I'm actually going to back you up.
1: I am actually
0: thank, going to back you, you up you. on that. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm 190% for women empowerment, okay? and But I feel like a lot of these things that are happening now is – oh, um, right, we should let women do that because there's been an um, imbalance there. So, oh, okay, we're going to have women here and and there's going to be women here and women here. And and it's like, we're going to let them. Mm. No, it's not we're going to let them. Let's teach the women to feel their own power and go out and get what they want. Yeah. Mm. Not, oh, you're just a woman and we didn't really have very many women in our... um, I don't know, the police station, the fire station, whatever it is. So we, we've been told we need a few more. So come on, we'll let you in. That's not empowering. No. I want it's, women it's to is it? Yeah. It, exactly. It, it's kind of like, oh, they're, they're keeping people in the victim mode. Mm. Uh, they're keeping women there. And, and it shouldn't be that. It should be, do you know what? We are all equal. Like you said, it doesn't matter the what sex you are what colour of your skin, what religion you follow, anything, we're all the same. But we've allowed society in previous decades and centuries to tell us differently. So women need to, I'm getting right on my high heels now, women need to rise up and take their own power back and say, I'm not waiting for anybody to let me, I'm going out and I'm getting what I want.
1: Do you know what? And that segues beautifully. I think we're gonna we're gonna start wrapping this. We could talk for hours here. This is gonna be a three hour podcast. However, <laughs> that's it. law of attraction, law of attraction right there. Joe, just message me because we're going on. I'm gonna wrap this up. However,
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this
1: segue this segues really really nicely. Joe, we've just yes. we've just really ended that on a really really positive note. So, yes. Joanna. Joanna Bullock, Blossom Coaching. If people are listening to this, they're empowered, they're passionate, they've listened to this about, I get that. I want to get my shit together. I want to get rid of my job, or I'm a mom and I don't know what the hell to do. What do they need to do? How, what is your advice? What do they need to do to start their journey? Um,
2: well, first of all, have a conversation with me. I'm I'm quite out there. You can have a conversation with me. You can reach me on Facebook. Um, And also, I would just say to anyone out there, um, just it's time to write down what you want, all right? (laughs) And um, it's time to just own it. So write down your passions, okay? Get Get in contact with me and just make that decision. Have faith over fear and make that decision right now. Tracy. Just one last
0: question, on. wrap up. We ask all of the people that we interview, "What's your favourite quote?"
1: "What's my favourite quote?" "I don't even have, a quote. Don't have a quote." "What's your go-to phrase?" "What is the thing that when maybe you're feeling a bit crap or you know something like that?" "What's what's the thing that inspires you?" "What's that?" "For me, it's I am enough." "I know that's nick from other people, but that's the thing." So. Have you got something? Is there something that somebody you look up to says? What is the quote that inspired you or even inspired you to go on your journey?
2: Um, that's a hard one because I have so many, but there are things on my desk and there are things that I always look at. So one of them yeah. is some people want it to happen. Some people wish it would happen. Others make it happen. I think that's kind of like the whole point of this interview. Perfect, <laughs> yeah.
1: Absolutely perfect. Absolutely perfect. So if anybody's listening to this, stop procrastinating. Go out there, do it. make it happen, do it. Joe. thank you. This has been the longest podcast ever. For anybody who has kept with us the whole of this, I hope you've enjoyed. The true part yeah you, you are a trooper um I hope um you've not uh, missed your next connection on your train or something like that um i've really enjoyed this. I hope a lot of people have um got some stuff out of it I know I certainly have i know for uh, without a doubt now I am in the right tribe um and I'd just like to thank i'd like to thank joe i and I'd like to personally thank Joe for everything that she's done for me um I'd like to thank Tracy for making the mistake of um join let me join joe's masterclass. um <laughs> i can only say if you do want to get if you're a mum and you want to you know what you want to move into that business get in touch with joe we'll put the links in the show notes at the bottom so you can get in touch with joe and just yeah thanks joe i think we'll wind this up now you've got to go pick daisy up <laughs> um i'm sure we've all got stuff to do um but thank you everybody and I'm
2: yeah. thank
1: you for having me on yeah i've loved I'm it okay Okay, we're going to wrap this up. So bye, everybody. Have a great day. And remember, go and find your passion. Make it happen uh, and make it all about you. Thanks, everybody.
0: Bye-bye. If you enjoyed today's podcast, why don't you come and join us at facebook.com forward slash talking underscore minds. And don't forget to give us a little like. Thanks very much for listening. See you soon.